You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. Hello, everybody. Happy Sunday, and welcome back to the Revenge After Show at AfterBuzz TV. We are here doing Season 3, Episode 15, Struggle, and it really was a struggle tonight. I'm your host, Roxy Stryer, alongside Phil Spitek. Because we killed everybody else. Like, did we? I mean, when she says we're going to kill them all, I think she meant all of our co-hosts. Indeed. Sarah GGG, where you at, girl? On a couple. We miss you, baby. She's Michelle, running for mayor. Where, I don't even know where she is, I know. Um, but they're dropping like flies. No, they will be back here with us next week, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, but we're really, we're the OGs, so. I'm Nolan UMs. UMs? You're M's. Oh, UMs, like I am Emily. Yes. How about I'm Nolan and you're Emily? Why I'm do weird. I have to be Emily? Because you're a girl. Am I, like, blacking out and doing crazy things? Are you calling me crazy? Are, are you calling me crazy? All right. Tonight's episode. <laughs> okay. So, talking about tonight's episode, what did you think? I mean, we walked out of there, and you were like, it was amazing. Why was it so amazing tonight, Phil Svitek? It was, well, I, so much. You know, first off, Patrick leaves. Okay. Um, and then. And you liked that because you didn't want to see his character anymore? Not, not that I didn't want. He left on finally terms we could understand because you started this season with the news and gossip about patrick you know being a good guy and that this whole, he felt he was a good guy yes and this whole time i'm like he ain't so good but you know in tonight he he was finally able to admit that you know what this is caused by the hamptons this is not a good environment for me i need to get the heck out of here mm-hmm. and he's and he does that and so i'm glad yeah, for him yeah, I absolutely agree. I think it was a really strong decision, and I can't believe how they went about doing it. Um, I just thought that everybody was living their lives, and then he decided to go. But then we see that Victoria really masterminded the whole situation. Mastermind? Masterminded? Masterminded. Masterminded. <laughs> yes. I like mastermind better. <laughs> she mastermind it all. Um, so what did you think about that? We We basically, we hear that... Um, Victoria says that Stevie is no good and she's going to do away with her and insinuating that she was going to kill her. Um, and Patrick, he didn't really yell at her. He didn't say anything like, you can't do that. He just kind of decided that he couldn't live this life anymore with the help of Nolan kind of pointing it out to him. And, and Nolan and Victoria were partners in this. I mean, how crazy is that to see them working together? Although, I mean, they've worked together in the past. Okay, when's but, the last time we saw them work together? Remember when uh, he was finding out info for her about about Patrick initially, right? Season end of uh, season two. I always just think it's so weird when we see our our story's villain and one of our heroes and they're no, teaming I, up. I agree. I mean, but you know, in that in that sense, it was just because 
I mean, not to downgrade it, but when you tell a rape story, you know, no, what's Nolan going to do? Isn't it so hard that we hate Victoria so much and we think that she's this devil? And then she has this past and she talks to us. I mean, you would have to be soulless to not feel anything for her. Um, and that's exactly what happens, like you're talking about with Nolan. She, she goes and she approaches him and says, you had no idea what you were doing. You had no right to call Jimmy back into this town because he... How did she phrase it? That Patrick was born not legitimately, illegitimately, and Nolan got it. And obviously, we knew what she was talking about. Um, and you can tell Nolan, who's such a great guy, he felt awful. How do you not feel bad for somebody in that situation? It's tough. I mean, are you sitting here feeling bad for Victoria, or are you like she's too evil? I, I can't even. I feel bad. I, I can't. I just can't. I feel bad for her <laughs> about. Her past, let's say, you know, 25 years and younger. And then any decisions after 25, she could have done differently. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. She chose the life that she chose. What is that arbitrary age? I, it just is. You just 25, you need to grow the F up? No, not not 25. You need to, I'm saying in Victoria's sense, if I had to pinpoint a fork in the road where she could have been good and could have been the route she chose, I don't know. My guess is 25. So is that around the age that Patrick is now? He's probably a little older. I mean, I can never tell with these people. Well, he he seems to be going through a similar fork, and I guess he's choosing the opposite path. Uh, But before we see him make that decision, he goes to this bar. Now, it was a little confusing. We were kind of thrown into it. All of a sudden, he's at this bar, and they're all talking about Jimmy or... Were they even at a bar or were they... It was a local bar. It was a local bar and obviously it was people who were all friends with his dad, Jimmy. And they have a picture of him. And Patrick starts his... Why are you giggling? Because there's nothing more insulting than spitting and so on. Obviously it's just a picture, but... I thought that was a little much. I, I mean, come on. But I get you hate the guy. But to literally go to what seemed to be his memorial service and spit on his photograph... A little much? No. Or the punishment fits the crime? Punishment does fit the crime. I mean, that's his son. Okay, here's the thing. I don't know if there's, like, tears of this, but if, let's say, you're a complete stranger, a little rude. If you're his son, not so rude. But what if you're the son who is a complete stranger? Because he is the son, and he's never met him before. Well, they met last week, so... I'm just saying, I, th- so I think... It, the, your contractor, going to your contractor's memorial and spitting on him. That's, not, that's his father. Kind who of. Raped his mother. That is true. You are all about revenge. You In this particular case, absolutely. No mercy. Absolutely. Okay, well, I thought it was a little much, but I guess it got the point across that he was going down a rocky path. And being in the Hamptons, agree or disagree, is not good for Patrick. Agree. So, finally, we get the two of them, Victoria and Nolan, teaming up, and Victoria tells the story, and Nolan goes over to Patrick. Did you want a romantic 
goodbye between Nolan and Patrick because I felt like we were kind of missing that. Yeah, but we never really, with, with Nolan's love interest, we never get full closure. Ever. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just needed that, and we didn't even get, like, a kiss or anything. It's just the way it happens. I mean, Padma. Um, Whoever that guy Marco. was. Marco. that was his name. Nolan's love life bites dust. Like, what the heck? I don't know. Are we ever, is Nolan going to find the dream girl or guy one day? One day. We think so? revenge is over, yeah. Is it possible it's Patrick and Patrick's coming back? Mm, No. Probably doubtful considering some news and gossip I have for you guys later about where he is actually going. So you'll have to stay tuned for that. But until then, we do have some awesome things to talk about. And I want to cut to a quick commercial before we get back to revenge. Tuesdays on Oxygen. I'm Maria Menounos, and my life can get a little crazy. I host Extra. I'm an actor, producer, dancer, wrestler, and a lot of other things. I live with Kevin, my boyfriend of 15 years. Do you really love me? I would say that I'm in serious like. And my parents. Yep, I just said I live with my parents. You drive me crazy. You drive me crazy. My parents want us to get married. You both love each other. Get married. Kevin and I don't. I am going to get married when I want to get married. I think I want kids. Kevin definitely doesn't want them now. This is being pushed on to us. And of course, my parents wanted them yesterday. This year, you got to have it. And I have a house full of people counting on me financially. If I take my eye off the ball, everything can fall apart. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or wants us to do. It's what we want to do. Everyone thinks that they know what's best for me, but I'm really the only one. I have got to figure things out. Chasing Maria Menounos is so new. Every Tuesday at 10, 9 central, starting March 18th, only on Oxygen. Hello, we're back. <laughs> As yeah. we figure out Roxy's scheduling here oh, at we, After Buzz TV. We are. It's so, when we watch so many TV shows, although Revenge is my absolute favorite, that's what's up. So that's what we're talking about tonight. And because it's Sunday and Revenge was on, and that is why we're here, and that is why you guys are listening. Because so. we're sexier, <laughs> later, and bolder. What, what's the three? Why bolder? No, it's sexier, later, and revengier. There you go. Was that really what it was? I think so. I know sexier was one of the words. I th- and later. I think it was sexier. I mean, I know we're over talking about Patrick, but damn. Wait, this is why. I mean, Phil, I freaking love you, but I need my female co-host here to be like that bod. So hot. Emily is so hot. I agree with you. Emily looked really good tonight, episode two. See? See, girls can say that. Girls talk about other girls, and they're like, she was really hot. Why can't guys just be like... Yeah, he was hot. Who was hot? Are you kidding me? Nolan with his shirt off. I mean, Patrick with his shirt off. <laughs> and he goes, Patrick is with his shirt off, and he was doing the, what's the punching bag called? The punching bag, right? Yeah. Oh. Speed bag. Speed bag. Thank you, Steven in the booth. We love you. Um, okay, so anyway, over talking about Patrick, not on the show anymore. On to people who are on the show and have been on the show since day one. We're talking about Charlotte and Conrad here. So... We know that Charlotte is now working for Conrad, A, because she didn't get into the school she wanted to go to or the job, whatever it was. So now she needs to find this internship. And B, because Daniel wants her to be the spy on the Conrad side. We know Dan Ry- Daniel now has a PI spying on Emily, which we'll talk about in a minute. But Charlotte is playing PI with Conrad. So she's asking all these questions. She's asking these questions to Conrad because she's A, legitimately interested, or B, she's trying to do Daniel's dirty work. Daniel's dirty work. Not interested at all? Uh, kind of interested. I mean, it's part and parcel, I would say. 
Okay. And we're getting this storyline, which we're just hitting the tip of, um, about Margot's father who's coming to Voulet to talk to Conrad, supposedly. Any sort of idea or guess what the hell's going on here? Because we're really getting nothing about him or, or what Pascal is doing here. I mean, I've said it in the past, but Conrad loves press. And I think, you know, they worked together at Grayson, or there was investments made over at Grayson Global. And so I don't know what the opportunity is quite yet, but there's something. It seems like there's a weird history there that we don't know about. Uh, we know that they're friends, but do we think they're frenemies? I don't think they're frenemies. You think that they are really friends? I think they're business associates and friendship has nothing to do with it. Good point. It rarely does in the Grayson family. But what could he possibly be coming back for? I mean, there was this whole thing where Conrad, it was his, he, he mastermound again. Um, <laughs> he mastermound the plan. And he has all these things in the works so that he knew Margo would go back and bring the father back. What did he do so he knew that Margo would go back? I don't really understand. Hold the creative meeting. Yeah, but why would he know that that would make Charlotte go running to Pascal? I mean, uh, Margot go running. Because she needed to get answers. Because this whole time, you know, he's known that for her, for Margot, it was all about getting the father's respect, right? And everything's, you know, he's kind of pushed her towards it, but just life in general has kind of pushed her towards that of like, hey, you need to earn your father's respect. You You need to do this. You need to do that. And so it's easy to pull that trigger. Now, had he done it through the creative meeting or somebody like there was always going to be another way to have done that. It just happened to have worked on that particular instance. But there's always plan B and C. Okay, And now let's skip over to the other P.I. that we have, the actual P.I. that Daniel's hired to sneak up on Emily. And Emily needs to be more careful because now. Well, what's the big deal? He knew she was seeing Aiden, no? Yeah, or, not, or but, had at points. But yeah, but not, not the big deal isn't that he knew what was going on. Now he's got photos, so now he can annul the marriage. Right, but the other reasons he can't annul the marriage is the fact that A, he shot her and she can hold that against him, which seems to be like a pretty big deal, even though they make it a minor thing on the show. Uh, B, she knows all of his secrets and everything he's done. So I I don't think that it's a smart move, although we do here in previews for next week that he wants a divorce. We know he's been wanting a divorce, but I I didn't think that the reason he couldn't get it was because he didn't have proof that she was cheating. Um, I thought it was because she she knows too much. Uh, I think that's part of it. I mean, for me, he's always wanted a divorce. I I, I think um, he just just needed to get get out of it. There's going to be contingencies and things like that. Of how to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and whatnot. I think by having this proof, he can write in the contract, like, hey, you can't do this, you can't do this. Anything that comes out is is void, you know, about me. It's it's false. It's just you fighting back, you know. Mm-hmm. So you think that he got exactly what he was looking for from this PI? Like, when he went to hire this PI, what was he hoping to find? Exactly this? This certainly helps. I mean, uh, they, I'm sure there was other stuff that could have helped as well, but this is certainly one of them. Because he really doesn't know that he could have found something so much worse. I mean, what about if the P.I. had 
heard the conversation when talking about the Infinity Box or anything about the dad and Victoria. Um, it seems kind of like a crappy PI to me. Yeah, not, not very good. But maybe but, he'll stick around and get some more information for us. Never mm-hmm. never know with, with the Graysons. Okay. Now we've got a really weird storyline. Really weird. We finally see at the end of next uh, last week's episode, we have Stevie, who I am freaking loving. I know that we don't always love new characters on the show, but I think she's awesome. Complete rock star. Um, but now I'm kind of scared crapless about who she really is. But I, at least I'm enjoying oh, her presence. we got presence. an apartment. Yeah. Yeah, we do because of the email she sent for Jack, you mean? Yeah. Which was sweet, but I am very skeptical, um, even though I like her presence on the show. So, first reactions, initial reactions to Stevie being there. Do you think she's up to no good, or do you think that she really is sober 19 years and back to try to get to know Jack and Carl? I think uh, I think good. You know, I, I really do believe that. I think she's been scared away for so long because I, I think she knows so many things about Conrad and Victoria that... You know, I think I think it was the sobriety thing that she was struggling with, but I think more so because of the knowledge that she knew. And now I think she can be a great ally. But there's this whole strange twist about her going to see David Clark. I mean, you can't ignore that. What What is that, then? If she's only back to be an ally and knows nothing more than what she's claiming to know, and is nothing more than a recovering alcoholic who couldn't be in the Hamptons because they, it was a trigger for her. No, that's a lot. She knows, she knows so many things. She says in the flashback, Hi, I'm interested in your case. But she had been disbarred. Timeline-wise, I was trying to put this together. When was he... When was this? How many years ago was this? That she went to go see David Clark. You know, and, well, I mean, at this, if how many she years? Smelled like gin. Was it less than nineteen years ago, or more than nineteen years ago? You know what I mean? Because she's either a how many lying years, about her recovery. How many years have gone since the original anniversary of the? You know what I mean? Like since we started Revenge, how many years have gone by? Three. Has it just three? Well, we're on the third season. So you just think, okay. Um, Wait, wait, I'm sorry, what? What did you just ask? Did I just answer your question? Well, because, right, Emily was in jail for 10 years? Or Oh, you mean I'm on tr- the show? I'm you don't mean in out. life, you mean how many years? Yeah, because we've had three summers in the Hamptons. Okay, so, basically all this to say I don't really know. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I'm wondering if that was more recent, and if it was, has she really been sober for 19 years? Obviously not, she smelled like gin. Which makes me nervous that she's not completely being honest. Um, because she looked around the same age. Maybe that was her 19 years ago. But if so, maybe we needed a different actor or something. I, I don't know. But I, it does make me nervous. But for now, I am happy for Jack. Um, what did you think about her excuse? Because that's really what it is. Why she left the Hamptons It is an excuse that she couldn't be there because of Victoria and Conrad. And did you think that was a legitimate reason to leave um, Declan and Jack? In normal situations, absolutely not. But I think there's so much more to the story that that in this world, and especially for those guys, yeah, that's a legitimate excuse. I think out of, uh, uh, you know, out of our heroes, quote-unquote, 
they would be the first ones to go, okay, I get what you mean. Why do you think Patrick left tonight? Because he wanted to, you know, he couldn't take it anymore. It's also bizarre that Emily gives the advice that she does. She says she made a mistake, a small mistake years ago. First of all, Emily, I'm sorry. What are you saying right now? Okay, but but if nothing, I mean... In terms of people need to be given a second chance, and, and the, Jack, uh, LOL. Jack, Jack, LOL. Jack gave her a second chance, and Emily sure has given many second chances in the past, like to um, I don't know Victoria and uh, Conrad, maybe Daniel, the entire Grayson clan. Yep, Emily's Those really keen on second chances. Okay, but they did, yeah. that's unforgivable. But le- but having your mom walk out on you isn't. I mean. I, I'm serious. I, I don't know the answer. I'm, I'm asking. What is... At least she's what, still alive. You know what I mean? It wasn't like she didn't kill off other people. You know what I mean? She didn't... Have, yes, she affected the lives of, of several people, but... Right. Spe- it wasn't as negative. Speaking of still being alive, um, just because I love that AfterBuzz TV is always so interactive, and you guys are amazing fans on YouTube and on iTunes, um, but on Twitter... It's awesome. I'm always interacting with you guys. It's perfect. But you guys, actually, a couple of you have tweeted at me in the past week saying that you have theories that David Clark is still alive. What do you think about that? What are the chances that somehow it was a conspiracy, like some cover-up, something big, something major? Is it possible that he is actually still alive? Okay. We're, that, now we're getting back into the, um, what was it, the in- incentive, initiative? The initiative. No, we're not going down that road. I don't think so either. But I guess you never know. I'm just wondering. Fans, I'd love. I, I'd have to. I'd have to read more into these theories. Like I, I, I want to know your explanation how this ties in. But I just can't have another initiative. I don't know because you're saying that the crime is forgivable because at least she's still alive. But if David Clark was still alive, would we be able to forgive the Graysons and move on and move forward? No, because also, there, would there, there be hope for Victoria and David? Their their act was an act of. I mean, you can even call it treason. Whose act was an act of treason? They committed a terrorist. The attack. initiative. Yeah, yes, initiative and David Clark. They did. They actually have now done a couple terrorist attacks. Like that and apparently is, there that never is, was an initiative. Like that is literally, you know, they they never quite allude to. I mean, it's pretty much they're mimicking nine eleven. It's not 9-11, obviously, but that's essentially what it was. Well, which one are you talking about? The original. The original. I mean, the second one is kind of 9-11-esque as well. True that. So I I think that they've gone past the point of forgiveness, but I kind of think what Stevie has done is almost past the point of forgiveness too, although I don't blame Jack because he's lost his dad, he's lost his brother, he's lost his wife. Yeah, he needs something. Yeah, of course he has his son, but maybe Emily is enough of that something. I mean, he kind of has Margot, but we don't think that's going to last, or at least I don't. I don't know about you. We don't see Margot tonight's episode, but I didn't really miss her. Um, I certainly didn't miss her with Jack. I loved seeing Jack and Emily together tonight. I mean, Fans did, too. I saw tweets. Yeah, that. absolutely. So Jack starts using Emily as his go-to gal. How long has it been? What do we call them? Gemily? <laughs> I think, no, I, I think that that is their name. I love that this generation names every single couple that they love because it's a hashtag thing. But if it is, I think it's hashtag Gemily. I, I think that is what it is. But I am definitely hashtag well, team Gemily. We'd be called Philly. Why we'll are take, we? Why are we Philly? 
because we'll take my name and then add your Y. We'll Why take... can't we be Roel? Stupid. Or Feexy. Feexy. Team Philly. We're Feexy. Terrible. That sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steven, are you sad because you want to be included in the team name? Yeah, that's it, right? No, it, it was kind of a wah-wah, though. Okay, so... I just think that it's cute that Jack is using Emily as his go-to and that she she is able to relate and she is able to talk to him about it. And it's a cute, genuine friendship going on right now. And I do think friendship is the best base for real-life relationships. I mean, yeah. I'm loving the sound bites. That's I mean, a lot of people were torn tonight from what I could tell about um, Aiden versus Jack. Because they, you know, in one episode we had two great moments. Yeah, I know. Two great guys. And I'm one of those. How's that for mimicking Anna and Sarah GGG? Why is that mimicking them? Because I'm talking about guys. What about guys? Anyway, continue. Oh, oh, you're, oh, you're trying to be a girlfriend of mine right now, talking about guys. Yes. Oh, and how like cute they were and stuff. I really appreciate that. That's really nice. Um, I, I did. I feel torn because I loved that Emily Aiden kiss, and I loved that he knew how to bring her back. Speaking of which, this entire recovery period, Aiden was the only one who could help her. Absurd. Well, it's absurd that he that him drowning her shows love. <laughs> yes. I mean, what did you think about this? I really thought that it was disgustingly romantic and amazingly perfect. Like, I, I know, I know that I'm kind of a weird chick, but I think if somebody would go to the lengths to to break in after me and drag me out from under my bed and and drown me, I'd feel really thankful. Just, I mean, I'm glad it worked out the way it did because they obviously made it seem like okay. In the teaser, right, it was that gotta kill kill them all, and then gotta oh, kill them all. And then there's somebody, under, you know, somebody already there, and he stops Emily, and blah blah. So I'm glad it's Aiden as opposed to anybody else. Right, absolutely. Um, and I because I was having stressful. I know thoughts. you thought that it was going to be Victoria, but I was really glad that it was Aiden. Uh, but I I didn't understand something, and maybe you can make this a little more clear to me. We find out through the drowning of Emily and through these things coming back, which I thought that was clever relating it to, to Kata's ways, by the way, but. We find out that really she's um, suppressing all of these memories, and the memory was that that night that he carved the double infinity, she actually walked in on him, Victoria, having sex, and ran outside, and he ran after her and said, we're going to be a family. Did you think that that was that big of an aha moment? Not really. I didn't either. So it felt kind of weird to me that that was like this big thing. She was like, this is because of my dad and all this stuff. And why didn't he listen to me? Well, honey, he didn't listen to you because you were eight years old. And and not all men listen to their eight-year-old daughters about what to do with their relationships. I mean, duh. At the time, I don't think Victoria was that bad. Maybe. Again, uh, she's I said been 25. hardened by life. For Again, sure. she was. Uh, I said twenty five, so maybe more like thirty. Okay. <laughs> you know, thirty was when this decision happened for Victoria to go down the wrong path. And this arbitrary age is just going to keep changing. Maybe it will be forty two. Thirty one. Thirty one. We're cutting the line. But what did you think of, about this? And and then the next day, what happens? And everything with the flashbacks. I mean, usually when we get flashbacks in the storyline. It's because we're really missing chunks and they inform us of things. I didn't feel like this was all that informative. 
It wasn't, you know, I mean, Stevie saying to Jack, hey, I'm your mother, big moment. Obviously not a flashback, of but course, big moment. Of course, of um, course. This, this just happened to be one of those things that we just kind of assumed in some sort of way that, like, okay, we knew David Clark had feelings for Victoria, and, and it's not, we can interpolate that, okay, that perhaps had things gone right, they would have gotten married. Absolutely, we could have interpreted that ourselves, and we almost did, and I feel like we've even heard conversations in parts of the diary entry. It wasn't like a fling. We knew that they were deeply in love. So the next step to that is being a family. Yeah, and, and, and part of it is because we've heard, you know, we know through Victoria years later that she's tormented by this and that she's, you know, in many ways still in love with David Clark. And then we have the next day flashbacks where he's like, just so you know, and I will always love you. Um, that wasn't that big of a realization either. We know that he loved her, right? Do you think that this, one would hope so? Do we think that this made Emily think maybe she should be part of my family or so? I mean, what what's going on that I'm missing here? If nothing else, what it means is, wow, you know what? This is the length that my father was willing to go to for this woman, but um, you know, she threw that all away. And now she's the cause of all of this, and so this is unforgivable. It finally does make her say, I need to clear his name, and I need to, in different words, but get revenge. Those are, those are the two things she's – it's a clear path. She's back on the path. She, A, needs to clear her father's name, and B, needs to make the people who who slandered him suffer. Um, and so now we know what we have to do. We've We've said it again. We have figured out the blackout situation. So, I mean, I don't think we're going to see any more blackouts. Do you think we're going to see any more blackouts? No, I think we're done. We're done with that. And we're on our path, on our path to revenge. We're back on. We we kind of steered I off, gi- but we're back. I give the writers credit because, you know, uh, they have an amazing ability to just hit a nice reset button. Right. Absolutely. Because all in all, I mean, there's only so many ways you can do, like, you know, to try to get revenge and so many different plans and things like that. Um, so all in all, you you do need to reset things all the time and basically start anew. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what they did. And that is exactly what they did. And, and that wraps tonight's episode. Um, we do have some news and gossip that we definitely want to get into. After Buzz TV News. Okay. So a couple of things. This goes out to you, Gemily fans. Um, we're hearing that definitely Jack and Emily... There is a future there and probably a romantic one. Uh, Nick Wexler actually said this past week, the ideas planted in this finale are awesome. I'm also excited for people to see Jack and Emily. We find a way for their feelings to blossom again. So I think we could tell that this was going here, especially after last week we talked about how Aiden will no longer be on the show. Uh, we were never going to leave Emily love life-less. So but here's the, here's the problem, you know. Um, after after last week's events, where you know she saved him, but she also put him in danger. I kind of feel bad that they're going to split up with Aiden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. But I'm happy that at least we can catch him on another ABC show. And <laughs> I, I do feel bad, but I know that Jack is supposed to be end game, and the people who help you along the way they are still worthwhile. You know, it's just to show that maybe you have. One person you're meant to end up with, and maybe you have people that you're supposed to meet along the way, and he's one of the people that she was supposed to meet along the way. Tell that to Aiden. 
I know. I do feel bad. I'm but he does kind of leave. Stepping stone. He leaves on his own will, though. It's not like she kicked him out. Are, are we seeing him for the rest of the season? I mean, it seemed like a weird break point. I think we, we have to. We right? have to. I agree. We have At least to. For the, I think there's going to be something more. Right. But I am excited for Jack and Emily to rekindle. I hear the finale is freaking amazing, so I can't wait for that. And we're just going to have to wait and see how Emily's love life does shape out. But we also have a couple weeks ago they announced, and I forgot to announce it when we came back last week, that Justin Hartley, who plays Patrick on the show, um, is in ABC's new show called Damaged Good. It Goods, it's a comedy. Uh, it's a pilot right now, so that's exciting. We could see him. You guys know I think he's so hunky, so I'll definitely be watching that. So hunky. So hunky. Oh, my girlfriend over across the table, Philly. I love it. Thanks. That's um, a new nickname. And then the last thing that we wanted to talk about was Emily Van Camp at her premiere of Captain America. Uh, good for her. I, that's that, you know. She's so talented and so beautiful. That's going to be a good movie. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure you guys are going to cover it for, for Anatomy. Anatomy. Of a movie. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's our sister network, Anatomy of a Movie. So definitely look out for that. The after Buzz of Movies. Yeah, it's After Buzz of Movies. It's amazing. Uh, definitely look out for Emily Van Camp's. Captain Phillip. I mean, Captain, <laughs> Captain, Captain America, America or, Winter Soldier. You guys did cover Captain Phillips, too, so if you like that, you can go check that out over there also. Unfortunately, Emily Van Camp is not in that one. That is a very good point. We only watch things that Emily Van Camp are in, right? Well, Scarlett Johansson is also... She Well, she was at the red carpet premiere for that, so... Scott Johansson's Check out those too. photos. Totally. We're checking out everything. Um, okay. Amazing. That is our news and gossip for this week. Let's quickly get Your into some predictions. TV predictions. Moving us Perfect. right along, Steve. A- absolutely. It is, it is late and everybody watching right now is like, oh, I know it's sexier and later than ever, but let me go to bed. So what do we Unless have? Unless you're waking up with us, then it's earlier than ever. That is true. And we appreciate all of you people who are waking up with us. I actually get a lot of people who say that they like to work out to us. So you run your butt off right now people at the gym <laughs> uh you do you i never understood that but hey you know what do your thing i know me neither me neither i never even understood going to the gym i'm just kidding i try to work out you know i'm strong uh okay so predictions for next week what do we see we see there's a stevie emily interaction uh where stevie's asking emily who she is it seemed like stevie actually showed up at emily's door what do you think about that again i think i think we got a good ally uh who was the um who who's the um the reporter slash doctor slash scientist guy? Oh oh yeah yeah. <laughs> you know and now who's in jail now? Yeah. Yep. So so like this is, this is this is this is our version of him for the good guys. Okay. So she's our team. Yeah. We like her then. Um, Daniel, who's not our team, wants divorce, uh, and it seems like that's not the only drama with Daniel and the Graysons. They look to be at the opera or something, and Charlotte gets a text message on her phone, shows it to Victoria, and then Victoria, Daniel, and Charlotte all basically verbally attack Emily. Uh, any idea, any predictions with that? Is it the photo? No. Is it the photo of the making out? It's the only thing I could think of, but... I don't know. I think Charlotte's reaction would have been a little different. I don't know. I will find out. I guess we will find out. Any other predictions from you for next week? I never. I you ne- know. Never. Never. I, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad to see Patrick as a character leave because it was best for business. Okay. I'm going to miss him a little bit, but again, we're excited for his ABC pilot. Um, 
Anyway, if you want to talk to us throughout the week, as always, go to iTunes, rate, comment, subscribe. Go to YouTube, comment there. We always check everything. We comment back to you guys. We love you so much. Or you can find me on Twitter, at Roxy Stryer. Where can we find you? After Buzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Amazing. So keep in touch with us. We love talking to you throughout the week. And until next week, same time, same place. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.